Harvey Norman Wonthaggy, your local store for computers and electrical. Free click and collect available now. Welcome to Saturdays in Gippsland with Ian Doherty and Brad Sinclair. And good afternoon and welcome to the Bunyip Recreation Reserve for Saturdays in Gippsland. You're on 91.3 SEN track in southwest Gippsland and 91.9 SEN track Latrobe Valley. You can also listen live on the SEN app and at sen.com.au. And don't forget, you can catch up on every interview or the full show wherever you get your podcasts. And I'm Brad Sinclair, and joining me this, oh, I was going to say this morning, this afternoon, in the magnificent Alex Scott and Staff Commentary Bucks, is Dylan Beaumont. Welcome back. Thank you, Brad. Happy to be here again for our second game of the season, at least my second game of the season, after last week's performance, which we'll get to in a moment. But yeah, two sides here that are fighting for an early victory in round one, and the conditions are holding off for the moment. We'll see how long we can actually stave off the rain for, but at the moment it's calm. And I think we're in for a good day of footy. Yeah, going to be a great afternoon. We'll have all the live action here from Bunyip Recreation Reserve from 2pm. And in this first hour, we'll uh, talk a lot of local Gippsland and country footy and sport. And coming up after our first break, around 1.15 to 1.20, we'll have the great man, the St Kilda cult hero and the Bunyip under-16s coach, Ozzy Jones. You're a big St Kilda man. You'll be yes. looking forward to this chat with Ozzy. Yes, I will be for sure. We won't discuss too much about the Saints because I know we've had him on previously, but definitely a few memories to revisit. I'd like to uh, find out what he thinks, how they're going this year, though, mm. because that'll be very interesting. Yes. They are going well. Hey, uh, round one of West Gippsland Football Netball Competition, all thanks to our great friends out at Harvey Norman Wonthaggy, started back on April 1st, where Turidan Delmore took on Coralin. You and I called that one. Let's just refresh everyone. What happened back then, Dylan? Yes, well, Coralin were actually leading at quarter time and half time. Then all of a sudden in this third quarter, I think the coach might have galvanised them or something because they kicked six goals three to one goal three. And early on, we were talking about how potent Nathan Gardner and Ryan Gillis were as a duo. And then all of a sudden, a switch was flipped and then the forward line got going. Julian Suarez was prominent in that first quarter. Liam Adams also kicked two goals, but they had multiple goal scorers everywhere. Only one player kicking a single goal, which was Trent Adams and then Peter Wright. Stuart Scanlon, Blake Grewer, Hayden Batoli-Simmons and Liam Adams all doubled up. Suarez with three, so they ended up winning that game by 40 points, which it didn't seem like at the time it should have been probably a little less for Coraline, but yeah, 40-point win in the end. Yeah, definitely a game of two halves, that one. Then the following Saturday, Easter Saturday, which was last week, there were two big games, the first of which was out at Inverloch between Inverloch Kongwak and Nanagoon. It was tied at quarter time, 19 apiece, and then at half time, it was 61 to 19, Brad. So six goals, six for Inverloch Kongwak in that second quarter, and they did not score Nanagoon, and that's ultimately where the game was won because after that they just held the lead and cruised to a 27-point victory. But a solid performance all around. Goal kickers were up and about leading the charge. It was Toby Marnie with four and then Thomas Wyatt chipped in with two as well for Nana Goon, Cooper Purcell and Dermot Yorney with two apiece. Yeah, there's uh, big wraps on both those sides as in improvement uh, areas for Inverloch Kongwak and Nana Goon. Um, and the other game, what we called here on SCN out at Phillip Island, the big uh, game out there between Phillip Island and Warrigal Industrials. 
normally you get a crowd of around eight to 10,000 people and we've been spoiled over the years. The weather's been beautiful, but I can tell you it was as cold as a mother-in-law's kiss out there at Cows <laughs> last Saturday. It was wet, was coming in sideways. How did we go there? What uh, was the score in the end there? Again, another six-goal second quarter to the winners, Phillip Island in the end, but it was 9-8-62 to 5-6-36, and it looked like they just patrolled everything after halftime. A 21-point lead, which eventually grew to 26. Eli Richards was absolutely sensational for the Bulldogs in the middle, and he was wearing his captain's jumper, Jamie Yule, who's <laughs> overseas at the moment. Yes. I found that quite surprising, and I'm... <laughs> I know Jamie might even uh, have the earphones over in Spain or Italy, wherever he is right now, and I wonder if you're getting that back, uh, Yuli. I'll be very surprised he played very well <laughs> in the number seven goal kickers that day. Yes, Cameron Brown with two, Hayden Bruce, the vice-captain, with two, and the captain as well, Jack Taylor, with two, Max Blake, Jake Opitz, Cameron Pedersen, all with singles, and then... For Warrigal, we had Mitch Puppers with two, Bailey Beck, Shane Brewster, and Travis Ogden with one each. So they're the first three games that uh, have been won and lost in the uh, West Gippsland Football Netball Competition for 2023. Four remaining games. Today's big game out here at the Bunyip Recreation Reserve between Bunyip and Currumburrabina. Coralyn are at home to Garfield. And Dylan, I drove through... Coraline on the way here. It was about quarter past 11 this morning and already the cars were four deep up on the hill at Coraline on that outer wind. <laughs> Just an amazing... Yes. At 11.20, I mean, yeah. the seconds hadn't even started. Yeah. Uh, they just draw a crowd out there all the time, and they're just up the road from each other, so there's a bit of a rivalry yes. between the two. That'll be a beauty. Turret and Dalmore at home to Kilcunda Bass, and then there's a big night game out of Dalston at 7 o'clock tonight mm -hmm. between Dalston and Cooey Rupp. Yes. So that's the first of two. I think, yeah, the following week, Cooey Rupp are then at home in a night game against Nana Goon, but we'll be out next week, uh, you and I, I think, uh, out at Kilcunda Bass taking on Dalston next week, mm -hmm. and uh, our producer, Sam Watson, yes. might be making his comeback, but he tells me he might be coming <laughs> through the Magoos. So we won't see him in the afternoon, but uh, we might see if we can get him in the commentary box after his twos game. Yes. Hey, don't forget, the other EDFL games are today out at... Um, the first one is an SEN on 91.9 out there, where Wiz... And Owen Carter from Gippsland Footy. Who were they calling? Yarragon against Lang Lang. That's at Downton Park. And that should also be a close matchup. And then around the grounds, we have Nilma Darnham against Trafalgar. Katani against Longwari. Bullmoon v Allenbank. And Neora against Neerham South with Poowong taking the bye this week. Brad? Uh, well, well, what we'll try to do, and we're really relying on Play HQ these days, and we're going to really try to get you around the ground schools all afternoon whilst we're calling the big one between Bunyip and Karambarabina. Just we go, before we do go to our first break, I'd like to touch on this game, and I know we're going to do it a little bit more later, but these two sides have had a bit of a struggle over the summer. Uh, Dylan, now you called this competition every week last year, and 
Uh, we're going to see two sides that are completely different from 2022, I would imagine. We are definitely noticeable, especially without the loss of William Papley for Bungup. He was also he was always running through the midfield and creating clearances. Of course, Tom Papley's brother, who's coming off the fresh bag last night against the Tigers, and then also for Corin Barabina, they've lost a few players. They've got. Bailey Patterson who left, Josh Hargreaves, the list goes on and then there's a few injuries in the mix as well. So plenty of these players have been upgraded from the reserves and the thirds or even the fourths and it's nice for them to have an opportunity in the seniors as well because that's how revelations occur. Yeah, and the, the other thing with Bunyip that I'd like to touch on and when we do talk to Ozzy Jones after the first break, I'll bring it up with him. Aaron Paxton... Uh, was the replacement for the outgoing coach Tim McGibney that's gone over to the Casey School uh, Casey Scorpions I know we call them that's showing me age Casey <laughs> Demons, um, but he failed to make it through the preseason with yes. half a dozen of the other Bulldog players, and he's gone and Lachlan Petch has taken over. So I don't know how that transpired, mm. but uh, so they're with a the third coach within four months. Yes, they are. Well, they also they do have is it. There is a Petch playing. It is Lachlan Petch. Yeah, he's the, the, the player captain coach. coach. Yes, Blank captain coach. coach. Yeah, yeah. So that'll Good be... Player. I always wonder if you're in that situation, Does it? how does it feel? Is it a little odd from your angle, especially with the, the speeches during halftime or even three-quarter time and quarter time? Because you're basically talking to yourself as well as revving your teammates up. Yeah, I, I must admit, when I, I was a playing coach in the early days when I started coaching around 89, and I, I thought... Everyone used to say it's a hard job, and I, I'm saying, no, 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 not a problem, not a problem. I didn't realise how poor I was or how hard it was until I become a non-playing coach. Mm-hmm. Um, because you, you're right, you had to worry about too much yourself yes, uh, as well as everyone else. And, and unless you've got someone in your coach's box that's really good, and I would imagine with Ozzy Jones, and that's a question we can posed to him yes. with him coaching the under-16s. Is he going to jump in the box at 2 o'clock and yeah. help Lachlan out? That'd be interesting to yeah, see. Well, he might. Still a few minutes away from that interview with Ozzy Jones in about 10 or so, but a couple of things to talk about. Bunyip last season, 8 and 10, they finished 7th on the ladder, but it was it's more noticeable than that, their change from early to late in the season, because they did start off extremely well. They had a positive win-loss record, and then towards the end of the season, they did start to dwindle away. But they were 8th in points scored and 7th in points against. So still in that middle of the, the table, if you compare them to the rest of the competition. Yeah, yeah. And, and the other thing that I like about... Bunyip, and I spoke to the president, Noel Mollison, uh, off-air earlier, and he he coaches as well. He was coaching the under-18, so you've got a president that's coaching, and they're really involved. And I, I just reckon when you get to a club and you see guys doing that, and then you'll, you'll see uh, the coach pulling coffees in the canteen, mm-hmm. that to me is a really good culture. So I'm pretty sure that uh, they'll be building in that, building that, and let's uh, also remember Aussie Jones was involved over at Coral Inn back in the mid like 2013, 2014, 15 when they were powerhouse, yep. and he created a culture there with Travis Marsh, and, and I would imagine he's trying to do that mm. right now. So that'll be interesting. Just before we do go to the first break, I've got to ask you uh, the big gather round, the AFL yes. this weekend. How have you seen it? Yeah, well. All of the games have been interesting. I thought on Thursday night the Blues did have a chance to come back in the third quarter and then Adelaide just imposed themselves Friday night, last night. The Frio Gold Coast game at Norwood Oval, that was a great 
great watch from a viewer's perspective, I thought. And then the Tigers nearly came back, but the Swans in the end put they did what Adelaide did on Thursday night. But a few games today as well, and of course tomorrow. So the Adelaide Oval, it's primed and ready to go. There was a couple of divots last night, so we'll see how they fare after today's today's games. I uh, absolutely was blown away by the Adelaide Crows first quarter Thursday mm. night. Eight goals yes. to the Blues too. They were dynamic uh, and then the Blues come back in the, between that second and third quarter and then they blew them away in the last again Adelaide. They've got under the nose of a few people. They, they really surprised me, the Crows in uh, this start of this uh, 2023 season. They're Josh, uh, George Dawson, Josh Rochelle, and Josh Rosselli. Yeah. Uh, these guys are just, oh, I didn't know too much about, mm. but they are just uh, contested kings. They, they are. They are uh, at one stage, I think it was 32 16 in contested footy, and Carlton uh, pride themselves on contested footy. They look slow, but when you haven't got the ball, you do look slow. But did you think that Carlton looked very slow Thursday? Night? Yeah, well. I think you've got to give them the benefit of the doubt just because it was Sam Walsh's first game back and it might be a thing of him adapting, becoming used to integrating himself in the midfield again with Cripps and Hewitt. But, I mean, the midfield list is there on paper. It's just, again, about the output, which we talk about so often. But, yeah, contested ball was a little bit of a worry on yeah. Thursday night. I'm loving the gather round, and you mentioned the Norwood Oval. What a beautiful oval yeah. that one is. I don't. I think it might be tonight's game there at Mount Barker. Or this late this afternoon, it's one of the games I've lost track of. Brisbane, North Melbourne, I believe, yeah. Adelaide Hills. Now they're telling me, wait till you see this. They yeah. say the setup, the backdrop is absolutely pristine. So I'm really looking right. forward to seeing what that looks like. I, I really love the idea. Mm. Uh, and right now, what I'm seeing, um, and I know Victorians are parochial, <laughs> I wouldn't be I wouldn't be disappointed if they kept it in Adelaide. Yeah, I think they do it really well. Mm. Um, and how good is it for the economy, the t- tourism? and Yes. Everyone's talking about it. Yep. Uh, so it's, it's going to be interesting. Now, you're mad St Kilda, and tomorrow night, uh, afternoon, late afternoon, which is a crazy time, Collingwood <laughs> St Kilda, first place fifth. Yes. Pies are short-priced favourites. I've had a crack. Remember, if you're going to have a bet, gamble responsibly. Uh, responsibly. I've had a crack at the Saints at 280. Saints, okay. I'm keeping a lid on it. It's it, what we've produced in the first four rounds has been impressive, and with, especially with the injury list. But I think the Pies should be favourites, not comfortably, but that's twenty points, thirty points. I'll be happy with that. Yeah, yeah, going to be interesting uh, tomorrow night. I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that one. I'm always looking forward to a, a Collingwood St Kilda game. So uh, I think that's gone to half time here yes. in the reserves and six four to four six. Yeah, six four to four six. Bunyip lead that game at the moment, and uh, the seniors are just coming out for a bit of a warm up. We see Karambara Bina uh, come over, so we might take our first break, Dylan, as the footy operations manager of the West Gippsland Football Competition just brings in some coffees and hot chocolate, and hopefully on the other side of this break we'll have Aussie Jones. Harvey Norman Wonthaggy, your local store for computers and electrical. Free click and collect available now. This is Saturdays in Gippsland with Ian Doherty and Brad Sinclair. Welcome back. 
Welcome back to the Bunyip Recreation Reserve for Saturdays in Gippsland on 91.3 SEN Track Southwest Gippsland and 91.9 SEN Track Latrobe Valley. You can also listen live on the SEN app and at sen.com.au. And don't forget, you can catch up on every interview or the full show wherever you get your podcast. It's now a very great pleasure to introduce our first guest of the afternoon on Saturdays in Gippsland, the ex and Kilda champion and cult hero down at the Saints. And now... The Bunyip Under-16s coach, Ozzy Jones. Welcome to SEN Gippsland. Jeez, I've come a long way, haven't I? <laughs> Planet Eddie had an MCG to coaching the 16s out here at Bunyip. You, you, you say that like that, but that is magnificent what you're doing because I know when I was 16, if I was uh, playing locally and I had, say, my hero was Alex Jezelenko, and I'm lining up in the under-16s and Jez is coaching, I'm training 18 days a week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you, how, how the kids... Are you enjoying it, firstly? I love it, and I I did play it down, but I've pretty much filled every role here at the footy club. I'm current vice-pres. I've got younger fellas, so I've coached them in the 10s and 12s and 14s, and they're actually still in the junior part of the the club. But um, the senior club, we lost a couple of coaches, etc. so I um, stepped up to take the 16s. Like I said, vice-pres. I've been pres um, because... You know, a few people will understand that I gave the game away early, had a year to go on my contract at, at the Saints, but I've never regretted it because I feel more comfortable in this environment. You know, this, this is me. I'll, I'll get these formalities done and wander over and grab a beer. You know, all, yeah. all those sort of things. I I enjoy that. You know, I'm watching one of our best players of all time out there, Michael White, dominate in the, in the twos. You know, it's just that club environment, someone like him to, to stick around when the club needs extra players. Um, that, that's what I love. You know, it's the heart and soul and... People that are here, involved in our footy club, are here for the right reasons. And, geez, we've got some good people. I'm really interested in that comment. When, when you you come through the Stingrays from the Beaconsfield Berwick area, you get to the Stingrays and you go to the Saints for a very long time in a successful side and had a fantastic career. When you got back to the bush, and I know you were at Gippy Power for a while, and but you went back to, say, local suburban footy, did you say to yourself, gee, I've missed this? Uh, it was it was a fine fine line because I, I played eleven years at, at the Saints and I I don't regret any of that either you know to, to be a, a typical Aussie kid I was growing up footy in the winter cricket in the summer and, and loved absolutely both both sports so I cherished the eleven years I, I got at the Saints um, and I also knew that I'd have time to go back and enjoy that that local footy so while I was at the Saints I, I didn't miss it and gave that club everything I. I had, but then once I had made the, the transition, um, my first year out of St Kilda went to went to Narry and actually played with my best mate, which just made it even that that more special. I I haven't looked back. I haven't missed the AFL footy. I get back and um, watch the Saints uh, a little bit, but uh, I, I feel very home here. So today, Vice President, Coach of the Under 16s, uh, we spoke just before we went to the first break before you come on air and about. A new coach, Lachlan Petch, who's yep. a playing coach. Will you jump in the box at any stage today to help him out, or will you just sit back? No, so I am in the box today. Um, yeah, I basically he stepped up for us uh, about four, four or five weeks ago. Um, he's raw. Um, he knows it. He's actually said to us that we can continue to be active and go out and search for a coach. He's a part-timer. He's a fill-in. If we can get a coach during 2023, he'll step aside and become a player again. Uh, but it also gives us the advantage to go out and interview new coaches now for 2024. Um, just with his honesty and with how he's been with us, go out, make this club better. I'll do the role for you now. But if you can find someone better, I'll step aside and play my role. Pretty selfless from a coach. Fantastic. Ozzy, we were talking 
before the break, it was a bit of a turbulent off-season in terms of losing players, a couple of boys to Druin, Will Papley, Xavier Kinder. How have the boys been able to respond to that in preparation for today? Uh, up and down, to be honest. We, um, you sort of um, talk about turbulent from what you've seen from the outside. It's probably um, tenfold in, inside the club. It's been really, really hard work. Um, and like I said, probably in my first uh, uh, sentence... There's a lot of good people at our footy club, a lot of hard workers at, at the footy club. And without them, we, we were close to considering recession. Um, wow. that, that's, that's how close it was. Um, and now we field two, two full sides um, without having... And this is I, I sort of joke about it in the social rooms. Without fat blokes like me having a, to pull the boots on, it was desperation stakes where we're going to have 46-year-olds, 50-year-olds playing in forward pocket, back pockets, doing hammies, not being able to work on Monday. We've got two full sides of dedicated young men out there this week, and it's a, it's a credit to all the work that goes in um, behind the scenes, and we are putting the turbulence behind us. Um, great day for footy. The clubs presented themselves well. Like I said, these young men are out having an absolute crack, and it's a, it's a credit to everyone involved. And a strong history the club has got, Aussie, as we all know, and I remember when I coached Neil Madanum against uh, Bunyip back in the day, the sausage king Shane Munford was running around in the middle, and uh, another one that's gone on to the Swans and kicked six last night. Tommy Papley would have been pretty happy about that. Did he celebrate? I didn't see Tommy Tommy, <laughs> Tommy celebrate. <laughs> he's the king, isn't yeah, he? He's, a, he's an absolute star, mate. Reminds uh, me of number one at St Kilda many years ago. It, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I actually wasn't a massive celebrator, but never kicked a heap of goals either. So uh, uh, Tommy's the star. Their, their family have been involved in our footy club. Dave, the old man, similar to me. He's coached, coached the club, been president, done, uh, dealt with the juniors, that um, they are firmly entrenched. Losing young Will uh, to Druin certainly hurt us, just with that Papley name and the and the history. But there was there was some um, some players that were pretty pretty disgruntled last year with um, some of the decisions the the committee made. And we we tried everything to keep the players, but we also understood why why some of them left. And, and we don't hold a grudge. All we need to do is make sure our environment's strong here. So if they ever want to return to Bunyip, they're returning to a strong club. It's funny you mentioned goals. I'll ask you a question in a moment, but just before I do, what are you what are you most excited for this year with all the opportunities that the young fellas have? I think that's what I'm looking forward to. Um, pre-game, five of us presented jumpers to, to first gamers. There's uh, a 16-year-old, a 17-year-old, three 18-year-olds all, all playing their, their first game. And, and when you go into a season knowing um, you're probably going to have your challenges on, on field, um, you look forward to those positives. And... And the senior coach spoke spoke brilliantly. Everyone that presented a jumper spoke brilliantly. And it's that excitement that you get from seeing a first gamer and a guy develop throughout his, his first year. And as supporters, um, you know, over there in front of the social rooms, they're, they're going to be looking forward to those young kids and seeing their development through the year. Now, the one I've got to ask about, because there's a lot of excitement around his pre-season, is Alex Dykstra. Sounds like he's had a ripper. Yeah, the kid's a star. Yeah. The, kid, the kid's a star. So I, I haven't coached for three years, and he's this is his first year out of junior footy, so out of the under-18s. I haven't coached for three years, and I coached him in senior footy. So he debuted as a 15-year-old. Wow. I think he had 21, 11 tackles and a couple of goals in his, in his first game. Um, he... Made some choices. Our under-18s last couple of years have been, been going okay. And he sort of judged a uh, balance between seniors and 18s. And this is his first year up. His pre-season's been outstanding. 
for us guys that are here, line marking and stuff after hours, he's here having a kick, getting fit. Um, he'll he'll be our best player throughout the, the year. Um, my only concern for, for Alex will be that he's going to have to carry a fair bit of load as, a, as an 18-year-old, but he doesn't get overawed. He's not a big head or an, or an ego. He works hard. He's got his head down, and uh, I don't think anything's going to affect him. Is he the sort of kid that will come up to an Aussie Jones on the track or in the clubhouse, just uh, tug on your jumper there and say, Aussie, I'm struggling with a tag or I'm doing something, and ask for some advice? Will he openly do that? Well, he hasn't. He hasn't yet. Um, he's such a such a dedicated, focused young man that he goes about his own business in his own way, and he's very, very quiet. Um, so probably, you know, if, if guys that are around the footy club that have played a bit of senior footy, you know, whether at my level or, or local level, see that Alex is is struggling. It's probably actually up to us to to go and initiate the, the contact because he is. It's not shy. Like I said, he's got that confidence in his own ability, but he's very, very quiet, young man. Now, Ozzy, we won't dabble too much into the Saints in your career because we've done that in the past. But one question for you, for all our listeners who might be curious, I think you know where I'm going with this. 2004 against Brisbane, yep. was it a point? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. It, it, and it, it won us the game, the fact that the umpire called it a point because yes. it was out in the full... It, for us, it was a seven-point play. Yeah. I can't... I can remember my point. I can remember Schwartz's goal from miles out. Um, I can't remember what happened in between, but if they call mine out in the full, we'd probably get done. And actually, I think it might have got us into a top four spot. So that goal umpire was uh, very, very handy for us. Yeah. Um, and I wasn't involved with many rule changes, but they did make the point posts and goal posts taller after did. that. So I can say I was uh, involved in a rule change. Yeah. Nothing important. We just made <laughs> shit taller. Hey, uh, now, you said before a little fat Aussie Jones. You look like you're in ripping neck to me. You had a bit of a trundle with the 16s just recently up, up a mountain, I'm told. Yeah, so we set him a challenge. There's a, a, a local uh, tourist walk called Mount Cannibal. It's, a, it's only 2.8 k's round, but it's very, very steep. I went off way too quick. Uh, basically, I sort of set him a challenge. If, if all of them beat me, I'll put dinners on for them the, the following Thursday night. And they all beat me. But seriously, <laughs> I was going up this steep hill and I was cooked. Uh, I still had two Ks to go. So by the time I got to the top, I was well and truly walking. Picked up a little bit of pace downhill. Um, but no, they all, they all beat me home. You know what young kids are like. They can just run all day. And I'd probably come off a day of concrete and then all that sort of crap. So I was done by then. They would have been, surely, Ozzy, they would have been saying to each other, We've got to beat Aussie. <laughs> We've got to give Aussie a touch-up. You see, you're concreting. I am, yeah. I don't know wow. why. Yeah, I don't know how I got into into that. Been doing it for about seven years. Out of every, anything in the world, I don't know how I ended up. An ex-footballer at the top level, that's a hard gig. Yeah, it's a, it, is a, it is a hard gig. But uh, I work for myself, and I tend not to do the harder bits of it. That's very smart. Yeah, very smart. So that's worked out all right. Aussie, <laughs> <laughs> thanks very much for joining us this afternoon. Giving up your time. You're going to be in the box this afternoon. I'm really happy about hearing that. The 16s this morning, just before we went, let you go, how'd they go? Really good, really good. We, we've got a younger team, a bit smaller size um, in terms of development and height. Um, but the opposition, Burrow came at us a couple of times and dominated patches of the play. The thing I was proud of with our boys is they kept coming. They kept coming. It sort of got out to maybe five goals early. We got it back to a couple. They got out to four, got it really close, and they ended up beating us by about three or four goals. Um, one of those honourable losses, I don't want to clap them too much, but first game up with a new group, the boys were really, really good. So some good signs. Some good signs, some good kids out there, and some that have had two play their first game today. 
One kid's from rugby, and he runs hard and straight at the ball, and he tackles like a bull. Oh. So I already pretty much told him after round one today, he's going to get most improved because it's coming. <laughs> he's going to be a star. Fantastic, Aussie. As long as you can teach him how to take four bounces down the wing and kick a running goal in a grand final, I'll be a happy man. Exactly right. Super to have you on board today. Hey, all the best this afternoon. All the best with what you're doing with Bunyip for the rest of the year. I think you're doing a mighty job, and we hopefully talk to you again later on in the season. Always available. You guys are doing a huge job too for for our game and local footy to be out in the uh, in the stratosphere, mate. It's awesome, guys. So thank you very much. And the, and the SEN and all the sponsors, which I'm sure Brett will cover off shortly because I don't know who they are. <laughs> uh, good stuff, Aussie. We'll go to the news. When we come back from the news, we will have that man in the Alex Scott and staff caravan, That's the great right. Brett Tassari. Harvey Norman Wonthag, your local store for computers and electrical. Free click and collect available now. This is Saturdays in Gippsland with Ian Doherty and Brad Sinclair. Welcome back to Saturdays in Gippsland out at the Bunyip Recreation Reserve on 91.3 SEN Track, Southwest Gippsland and 91.9 SEN Track, Latrobe Valley. You can also listen live on the SEN app. That's the best way to listen and at sen.com.au. And don't forget, you can catch up on every interview or the full show wherever you get your podcasts. And if you missed the Yossi Jones interview, I would be on the app this afternoon and have a listen to that. It was an absolute ripper. What a fantastic guy. And following in his footsteps is another fantastic guy the head honcho of the West Gippsland football netball competition Brett Tassari, welcome <laughs> G'day Brad, how you going? I can almost, I can almost hear the boos and the, and the cheers <laughs> mate following up from Aussie, that was one of the best interviews I've ever heard mate, that was a ripper Isn't he a ripping guy? Play, I was just saying to you off air, he, he actually interviewed the same way he used to play, yeah. full of enthusiasm up and about, just a ripping interview And, and, and I, I said to him in that interview Brett, and you're around my vintage what would it have been? Who was your hero as a kid, as a footballer? Peter Knights, mate. Well, at Long Warry Boy, not yep. far up yep. the road. Yep. So what would you have done if all of a sudden Peter Knights is rolling up coaching the 16s? You'd never miss a session. Brad, I, I can sort of even take that a step further, mate. When I was president at Wanthaggy Power Footy Club, Peter Knights came along. We had the work safe uh, game of the round, and Peter Knights came along. And, mate, I was like a tagger. I, I followed him. The only way, he had to go to the toilet once day, and he left me at the door. That was the only time he got away. So, mate, if he was my coach in the under-16s, I would have done anything. Yeah, and I think, and it's, Aussie's so, he's so uh, innocent about that sort of stuff, isn't he? Because he wouldn't want to even want to know about that or even, probably never enters his mind. But I can tell you, the kids rolling up here on a Tuesday, Thursday. 100%. Yeah. You know, if, you, if you're a, a, a lifelong St Kilda supporter, or St Kilda Dylan tragic, is. or there you go, Dylan, <laughs> sorry, mate, uh, and your, your father, you know, or your parents have drummed it into you, and, and then you, you're going to know about Aussie Jane. So yeah, if yes. you're thinking of playing and you're in this area, you're going to come here every time. Yeah. So Magnificent it, for the competition. Oh, it's ripping. You're Cam Peterson over at Phillip Island. Yep. Fantastic. Uh, Turin and Delmore, you've got a couple. Yep. McCaffrey, Oxley. Yeah, yes. The reigning medalist and, yep. and Oxley. Uh, it's really good for the competition. Uh, it's it's just gold when these guys come back. And, and you know, they're far from past their prime. Yeah. Um, they come back and they just give so much back. It's, it's gold for, for any competition, especially ours. Now, we're into the third week, round one. Uh, over the three weeks, we spoke about it earlier on in the show of Saturdays and Gifts. How have you seen the first three weeks? Yeah, it's been nice, Brad. It's been really, um, I guess for me, in a new role, it's been nice to be eased into it. You know, one game the first week, 
two games the second week, and then this week uh, four games. It's been fantastic. And, and to, I guess, familiarise myself with the uh, the West Gippie comp coming from the Gippsland League, I love it. I, I just, I, I'm, I'm sold. I love it. I've got to say, and I'm not saying this because you're sitting here alongside me, but I've been involved in a lot of competitions, Brett, and, and I go to the footy and I very rarely see the chief of the competition at the footy. And I have seen you at every game, uh, running around like a blue-ass fly at the launch at Kilcunderbass a few Sundays ago, doing a mighty job. I've got no doubt you're probably over at Darlston after you at 7 o'clock tonight, am I right? After Turidan, then Darlston, yep. So that's all well and good, but what is the wife? So no, no, she's she, happy. I think she likes to just have a little bit of time to herself. You know, she can <laughs> she can do some whatever she does and uh, and be left alone for a little while. She She's actually very – she goes to most things with me. Um, I did meet her at the yeah, uh, launch. Yeah, you did, yeah. lovely lady. Yeah, yes. but she, she does like uh, having a little bit of space. So I think a sad day is her, her time to just have a bit of – Away from Brett time. Mine's the same. She paints. Yep. There you go. She's a painter and she just paints all day and yep. loves it when I go to the footy. Now, you've seen the, a bit of the Phillip Island game last week, then you headed off over to Inverloch Conwack. Similar games by yep. margins in the end. Yep. Right now, I suppose you're not allowed to say, but you can have a dip. Who, who's right now standing out to you? Oh, look, the Turretin were, were fantastic against Coralin the first game. Um, I think uh, Inverloch were really, really good against a, a very good Nana Goon. I don't think the weather um, was was great for Nana Goon last week, so it'll be interesting to see the drier games because they are a very big side. Um, so I, I would say, yeah, definitely Turidan, Nana Goon Island. You know, the ones that we thought at the start of the year are still the ones so far. But you know, I, I'm really looking forward to seeing the rest of the the comp. We know how frenetic it was before the season. We spoke to you two weeks ago at Turidan. Has it settled down a little bit since? It's funny, Dylan. I was just saying to. Um, to one of the guys at uh, the Coralin ground where I just come from. I actually had half a day off yesterday and I'm a little bit nervous about it because <laughs> I felt I had everything under control and now I'm anxious to see if it comes back and bites me. So, yeah, look, I think I'm getting there, mm-hmm. um, but I don't want to get ahead of myself. Yeah, it's it's a busy job. I mean, not only is it a busy job, I mean, I've had things... I've worked with the Ballarat League and I've Goulburn Valley and these guys have four or five people yeah. working. Yep. You're a lone ranger. Yep. Look, you're the accounts department. You're a bit of everything. (laughs) How is it travelling like for yourself personally? Do you feel, gee, I'm I'm loving this. This is me. And that is, I I am loving it. You know, like how can you not? For you know, I've said a few times for a footy tragic to be getting paid to work on football and netball. It's just, it's amazing. And not once have I actually thought, oh God, here I go again. Got to go to work. yeah, Yeah. Not once. It's just, it's almost refreshing on a, on a Sunday afternoon when your wife says to you, oh, back to work tomorrow, and I think, eh, I don't have to worry about that. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Because I've always thought, my dad used to teach me, uh, do what you love, and you'll never work a day in your life, and it's so true. Oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%. I love it. I mean, I'm here at the footy today. This is my job. Yeah. You know, how good is that? Bringing coffees to the Bringing SEN coffee crew. to you guys. <laughs> Making sure you guys are right. Yeah, I mean, sir. now that you've hit the big time, you've got the, the ops <laughs> manager of the league looking after you. <laughs> hey, now, I got a message through just prior to the show going to air that there might be a, uh, a VFL game out at One Thaggy shortly. Box Hill, Casey Demons, is yeah, this correct? Yeah, yeah, on, I think it's the 30th of April, it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a double header. So it's the VFLW, the Box Hill and, and Casey, and then it's the VFL. Uh, so double header wow. at One Thaggy Reserve. So Basco Shire um, have got a, a partnership with Box Hill. 
and this is part of the partnership. So, I mean, that's huge, and I, I encourage anyone to go and watch it. It's fantastic, and there's quite a few local girls playing in the VFLW. It is super for the region. I'll be there. I, when I got the message, I said, they asked me if I'll be going. I said, oh, now, Sunday, yeah, yep. most definitely. We're not working. Yep. Uh, that'll be fantastic. Now, sponsors, you've picked up a few new ones this year yeah. on top of the originals. Let us know. Yeah, no, look, I'm really wrapped. You know, you've got Alex Scott, who are just amazing, and, and um, Fairhaven Homes, who, who they've been here for a long time as well. Um, Warrigal Greyhounds are back on board, TWW. But we've also picked up... Um, Evans Petroleum, who who are on board, Viatech, who are, who are doing our IT, and uh, even still, you know, like uh, just got McEwer, Packnam, um, to jump on board for our interleague jumpers and things like that. So companies are just jumping on the West Gippsland comp. It's it is the, it's all the go the comp. That is fantastic, and and I, I don't know what it is, but I, I the crowds for some reason, have just gone to another level. How big was last week? Oh, it's just amazing. Like, it was pelting down rain at Phillip Island, and they were standing out in it with the cans, and they were having yep. the day of their life. Yep. Now, every every game so far has been huge. I, I left the island, which was packed. I went to Inverloch. It was packed. You couldn't move. It's just amazing. They, they've all been great. So you're out here at Bunyip today, and you, you're heading over to Kui Rup this evening at, for the seven o'clock game, anything else in between? You, you're going to. Yep. Well, you've already been out to Coral End. Yep. No, I'm heading to Turidan, so I'll go. <laughs> I'll go. I'll watch the first half of this, then I'll go to Turidan and uh, Kelly Bass, and then I'll head into the Dalston game. Unbelievable. Yeah, you're a busy man, uh, clock, clocking up the the kilometres, no doubt. You're doing a few kilometres. <laughs> Frequent fly miles. Yeah, going well. So, yeah, right now. These two sides here that we spoke about this earlier that they they really had a struggling pre-season, didn't yep. they? They lost players. Yep. Bunyip have had more or less three coaches in four months. Yep. Aussie steps into the fold to help out. Lachlan Petch, one of the players, stands in a part-time role. What, what, what? As a, an administrator, you're here today. You, are you watching the footy for a, a purist footy person? Are you watching to see? Gee, it's good to see them on the field, taking the field, and they've got full lists in all four grades. I guess there's a, a couple of angles I'm watching it from. Brad, it's that you know, just love my football, but I'm also I'm really keeping an eye on how clubs are... are... Let you go and enjoy the afternoon. And thanks very much for joining us today, Brett. Enjoy the rest of your day. Enjoy the kilometres. Don't forget, pump the coffee into you to keep you going. (laughs) And we'll be back here at the Bunyip Recreation Reserve for more Saturdays in Gippsland after these short messages. Harvey Norman Wonthaggy, your local store for computers and electrical. Free click and collect available now. This is Saturdays in Gippsland with Ian Doherty and Brad Sinclair. Uh, welcome back to Saturdays in Gippsland on 91.3 SEN Track Southwest Gippsland and 91.9 SEN Track Latrobe Valley. You can listen live on the SEN app and at sen.com.au. And don't forget... You can catch up on every interview or the full show wherever you get your podcasts. And both those interviews from today, Ozzy Jones and the footy ops manager, the big Brett Tassari, will be up on the podcast. We're not far away from kickoff here at uh, 2 p.m. The sides are out on the ground warming up. Dylan, what can you tell us to expect today? Yes, well, we can expect a close, ferocious battle. Obviously, plenty of youth embedded in both of these sides and they're just looking for someone to emerge from either side. You've got some handy forwards, a couple of 
forwards for Bunyip, Zachary Gallagher, we were talking about off air because we have called him before in the juniors. Mm. And then for Corumbara Bina, 13 key outs in the off season, so plenty of youth which is emerging as well. What I am a little worried about, uh, Dylan, is that uh, these sides are out very early and they're just about to take the toss, mm. uh, which worries me a little bit because. Uh, I've found in some of these country footies, the umpires come out and they go, we'll start when we want to start. But they do realise there are broadcasts now. And I reckon they're going to start this early, which uh, will be a little bit difficult. What can you tell me about the Currumburrabina Giants? Yes, well, last season, 1-17, and unfortunately. And they were 12th in points scored and points against. So, obviously... Room to improvement, but that only means it's up from here. Key-ins, you've got Cody Anderson from Darwin, Reese Dixon from Stony Creek, Tyson Finlay from Menian, and then TJ Lowridge from Poowong as well. But 13 outs, Bailey Patterson went across to Inverloch Kongwak, and then there was a few retirements. Wade McDonald, he was there for a while. He retired as well, but... What excites the president, at least, is this is quoted from him, heading into this year. He said it's going to be an exciting year. They lost a lot of experience to the senior group, but plenty of the young boys have really stood up this preseason. Similar to Aussie Jones, as what he was saying, there's a lot of flair from the young lads, and the unknown is always exciting. Yeah, what I look forward to today in this game, too, is Chase Saunders that's come into the Bunyip side. He's kicked a heap of goals at, at Hill End. Uh, very good forward. He's going to be interesting to watch him. And you mentioned Cody Anderson at Currumburrabina, mid-forward from Darwin. He'll play a fair bit of uh, forward footy today. So I really look forward to seeing him as well. Um, as the players are already lining up into their position. So it, it is going to be an early start out here at the Bunyip Recreation Reserve. And it's been a massive episode of Saturdays in Gippsland today, Dylan Beaumont. We've had Aussie Jones who's doing wonderful things at Bunyip. Not only is he marking the ground, coaching the under-16s, taking them up Mount Cannibal, he's actually in the coach's box today to help first-day coach Lachlan Petch. So I look forward to see what Aussie can do for him this afternoon. Thanks very much for joining me again on Saturdays in Gippsland. And don't forget, you'll get Saturdays in Gippsland up on the app within the next hour, I'd say, and 91.3 SEN track, Southwest Gippsland 91.9 SEN track, Latrobe Valley. Also, don't forget the big game out at Yarrigan in the Allen Bank District Football Netball League. You've got Ian Wisdowdy and Owen Carter calling that big game out at uh, Yarrigan. That'll be on 91.9 SEN track, Latrobe Valley. Our call here at 91.3 SEN track. Southwest Gippsland. And don't forget, I always tell everyone, get the app. If you've got the uh, Apple CarPlay, get the app going and you will listen to every kick handball of Allen Bank footy and West Gippsland footy. Thanks very much to our friends at Alex Scott and staff today for the box here for Saturdays in Gippsland and Harvey Norman Wanfaggy. It's been a wonderful morning and afternoon. Enjoy your footy. Enjoy the gather round of the AFL. And we look forward to joining you next week in Saturdays in Gippsland. So we'll come back and we'll have the first bounce out here at the Bunyip Recreation Reserve for the Big Fairhaven Homes West Gippsland Football Netball Competition Match of the Round. All thanks 
to our great friends at Harvey Norman, Juan Faggy and Alex Scott and staff and Fairhaven Homes. Have a very good afternoon and enjoy your day at the footy, wherever that may be. If you're out here in Bunyip, come and say day. We're in the Alex Scott and staff van and we'll have a coffee with you. Enjoy your day. Thanks, Dylan. Thank you.